Yeah, yeah, all, right, yeah, yeah. all right, everybody, we're live here on Todd's Are Couch. We Todd? Yeah, it's Monday, just like when we started. We called it Mondays on Todd's Couch. It's always usually Monday when we record that. We got a Saturday and a Monday schedule. Mm-hmm. That's what we usually do. Monday. Todd's not ready though. December, of course I am. Monday, December thirtieth, two thousand nineteen. Our last pot of the year. Yeah, you know I mean? Deck of the decade. Yeah, yeah Todd. I, now that I think about Don't it. Don't minimize. No, it's true. Maximize. Maximize. That's right. Uh, so we're sitting here. We're watching the Orange Bowl. We're watching Jules' uh, Cavaliers. Oh, oh, oh boy. boy. They almost scored a touchdown. He's also almost picked off. Yeah, real close. They're down 24-14, but the spread is 14 points. Yeah. And as we all know, good teams win, great teams cover. Well, and here's the other thing that I was saying. Your brother, he puts a lot of pressure on me. A lot, yeah, lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah. A lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, he texts me. He's like... So give me your honest opinion, not your homer opinion. Right. I always do give him my honest opinion, but usually it is in favor of the Virginia Cavaliers. Right. And then he goes ahead and he goes and bets on him, and then I'm nervous the entire game. Not even about the Virginia Cavaliers, about his dumb bet. Yeah. Try, oh, gosh, how did he miss him? Missed him by six yards. I know. He's wide open. Oh, boy, throwing the arms up and everything. Mm, well, that was a big miss. It I mean, was. That was a really big miss. It was. Uh yeah, that's Cavaliers down 24-14. That's always pressure-inducing when somebody asks you your thought and then they take the bet. No, you know it's the mean? worst. It's the worst. Your brother kills me. He does it to me all the time. And I always feel bad when Virginia usually doesn't come through well, for her. So I had a kind of funny story this weekend. Uh, Stephen Rothman calls me and he says, hey, I want to put a small bet on the under in the uh, LSU Oklahoma game. Oh, really? It's Seventy-five and a half. You tell him what I told him. What I told you about that uh, well, over on no, th- this was before. And he says, and 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 Stephen's thing is that he never ever takes the under because it ruins the game for him. Right. So he hasn't taken an under in ten years. And he calls me and he says, I want the first under. I'm going to take in a day. Oh boy. And he tells <laughs> me what it is, seventy-five and a half. And he goes, and I go, uh, okay, okay. Right. And he goes. Well, do you like it? Oh, it's worse. And, and you know, to be honest, I, I, I said, hey, usually just want to tell him what he wants to hear, but, right. like, it sounded fine to me. I know I know those are two high-scoring teams with 75 and a half. No, I remember like you, a just, lot of, you, didn't not, you didn't actually disagree with me, but you were like, I don't know about that. It's like a lot of points. Yeah. And then, you know, as, as, as happens sometimes, I guess, I don't know if it happens enough to make it like a trend, but sometimes, you know, when teams, there's two good offenses going, sure. they will actually run the ball more to keep the ball out of the other offense's hands and keep their defense resting a little bit. Yeah. And sometimes those games slow down. No, I hear you. That's the thought. Right. They sometimes happen, sometimes it doesn't. Right. So I go, sure, I like it, you know right. what I mean? And just, they scored 91 points. Yeah, no, <laughs> a, blur, a blurry, and I remember, I, I, I texted you and I said, I thought the game was going to be much closer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let, let's start with that. And, again, we're talking about the Oklahoma-LSU semifinal game uh, to see who's going to play in the national championship game. Mm-hmm. LSU won by, what was it, a good 40 points? I think it was like 63-28. And at halftime, it, they were up by about 30 points. It was It was terrible. And not competitive for no, a minute. Not competitive for a minute. And Oklahoma looked like they just didn't belong. But that, but that kind of bears out what the college football season, you know, demonstrated the whole year, which was basically that there were three teams that were head and shoulders above the rest, and there was one other team who was yeah. kind of hanging on. And this is your argument against expanding the playoffs. That's if the number four team in the country lost by 30, 41 points or whatever to uh, 
31 points to to LSU, then right. why do we want the number five, number six, number seven, number eight team in the country playing That's in exactly this right. thing? I hear you. I'm I, not competitive. I'm still for it. Uh, my hope is that eventually it is more competitive. But, uh, but I mean, you're as talking, of now, it's not. Right. And you're talking about as of college football history, it's never been. There are usually three or four good not. teams. Well, I'm only 40 years old, so I don't know what was going on in the 60s, 50s, and 40s. For all I know, it was I very do. competitive. I, I do. Uh, it was less. It was less competitive. Oh, because they didn't let the brothers play, Todd. Because they didn't let the brothers play. Oh, those were the times. Mm. Those were the days. Your true colors showing, Todd. You know? That's that's what America was doing. The true Chris McCullough show. Yeah. Well, it's like when they rank the best football players ever. Sure. And they include anybody from the 50s and before. Yeah, it's hard. Although well, Jim Brown, from what I hear, and I've seen, he was, a, he was a beast. Yeah, I know he was a beast. But he wasn't running. All right. Well, we don't have to get into it. Everybody knows. He wasn't running away from Ray Lewis or, uh, you know, people with 4-4 four, four speed. He very well may have. You think those guys had 4-4 four, four speed, those white guys? He was a, <laughs> Maybe about five four, maybe six four speed. So somewhere in there, could 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 have been that. They were athletic white guys, you know what I mean. Since we talked about the one time I final game, we might as well talk about the other one as well. Yeah, Clemson, Ohio State, which lived up to the billing. And I almost feel like Ohio State got jobbed on one particular play where there was a catch. Versus a fumble, versus an incomplete pass. Right, right. And, Late uh, in the game, by the way. And, Two uh, minutes left, right? No, I think it was a good well, a quarter, I want to say. I thought, okay, maybe it was, do you think it was a third quarter? I think it might have even been the third quarter. Maybe it was. Uh, and anyway, so there's a turnover by a Clemson player, or what appeared to be a turnover on a catch, fumble recovery, touchdown by Ohio State. It got called incomplete. The guy which appeared. Super close. The guy appeared to catch the ball and take two or three steps. Right, with it extended and not to his body, but right. still with control. The ball like. wasn't moving. Not and moving apparently, when the ref answered questions after the game, he said that both the both the officials on the field and the the, the booth officials right. thought you know determined that that ball was moving oh, in really? his hand. That's well, what not said. on the not on the field because they called it a touchdown. And that's what everybody was thinking. But maybe they called it a t- – well, no, that's what he said. I because they try to find it. Because they definitely called it a touchdown, and that was the thing that surprised me, was that there was conclusive evidence to overturn it. Don't they sometimes call a touchdown in order to review it? Well, yeah, yes. But that shouldn't really matter. I mean, Not anyway. with respect to the review. Right, right. Anyway, I, I saw it too. I, I don't understand how that wasn't a fumble. Right and and to be honest, I thought always I thought Ohio State was like the better team. Yeah, I mean they outplayed them obviously in the first half because Clemson was down, uh, and then it seemed like even through the third and fourth quarter, Wait, right, right. Clemson, Ohio State was at least look at that in Florida. Just giving it to my Virginia Cavaliers. Uh, Ohio State seemed like the better team. Seemed like the better team, and it seemed like it seemed like uh, Clemson might have been a little bit out of sorts. Yes. And and Clemson, frankly, two of their touchdowns were long touchdowns. You know what right. I mean? Like Trevor Lawrence had like a 65-yard run. Sure. And Eddie had like Eddie a 55-yard sure. touchdown catch or whatever. Those are kind of big plays. And, like, you know, somebody stops those guys. Maybe they don't score at all practically. Uh, you're not going to want to watch this replay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. It just went right through his arms. It just went right through the Virginia Cavaliers defensive back hand. Absolutely. kind of uh, shocking. They're just not. Focus today, perhaps. Anyway. I don't know if it's a lack of focus. I just, you know, 
I just think that their their defense, number one, isn't very good. Uh, and they're playing against a pretty good Florida team. Well, yeah. we, we've seen two mental errors, and you've only been here a few minutes. What was the second mental error that I saw? Oh, the, the overthrow. overthrow. Okay. But not, you know what? We're not here to criticize. It's a bowl game. Don't it's know who's hot. playing. We're not here to criticize. We're not here to upset Jules. No. And here, here's the thing. So what ended up happening is Clemson ends up winning a close game. You got to favor LSU in that cha- national title game, right? Well, Especially given the game. I know. In, what, I mean, I know what the line is, and you're right. Yeah. What is it? It's five and a half. Okay. And especially given the fact that the game's in New Orleans. I didn't even know that. There yeah. You know. I would have much rather seen. I think if, if LSU would have hung on to, I'm sorry, OSU, right. would have hung on to win that game, I think game? it would have been like LSU minus two and a half or something. Yeah. I think you know what I mean? Because right when Ohio State looked good, they just looked like a like an absolute force of nature. Yeah. So does LSU. You know what? Justin Fields ended up having an uneven game. He oh. started, I thought he said, well, yeah, you were not in your head. You must have thought that I was going to say something different. I thought but, you were going to say having an outstanding season. Oh, an outstanding I mean, season, yeah. But but that actual game, you know, kind of showed that he has room for growth. Uh, and he'll be back next year. Ohio State will likely be back next year. Obviously, they won't have the kid Chase Young who's going to the NFL to wreck probably the NFC They will replenish. Yeah, and they always do because you have the Bosa brothers and then you had Chase Young, and it seems like they always got a great they always got a great, great recruiting class. For sure. Um, and uh, I don't remember what I was going to say. No? And that happens that to me often. a lot. That I happens know, to me a lot. Well, you're getting elderly. <sighs> you ain't kidding. Uh, but, no, I would have much rather seen Ohio State win the game. Uh, Longfield. Oh, I got it. Make it. 27-14, Florida going into the fourth quarter. I just hope Clemson, Clemson – uh, you know, sacks up and, and plays LSU tough. I mean, they got potential. Yeah, I, I think they will because I think you're going to have a lot of people saying that Clemson doesn't really have a shot and that LSU seems like they're the clear-cut favorite. And Clemson's going to wear the national championship and have a chip on their shoulder. I, I, I feel like they, I feel like it'll probably be a fairly competitive game. Should be. Could be. I don't know. I don't know. I do feel like LSU could win by 14. But you know one thing that I found more interesting than anything about that game was the fact that Ed Erdrin's on the cusp of winning a national championship. Yeah. When he was interim coach at USC, USC turned around its entire season. I don't think they think they just missed out on going to the Rose Bowl. Maybe they even did go to the Rose Bowl, and they didn't want to hire him. came out a few weeks ago that one of the reasons that they may not have wanted to hire him were people in the USC family didn't like his voice. Uh, I didn't hear that. I just oh, really? thought, no, and I don't remember what they did that that postseason that they let him go. But I do remember that that season. I remember him taking over the reins for the the drunk guy, right? Yeah, Sarkeesian. Sarkeesian. No, I think he took over for Lane Kiffin. I think they okay. didn't. They decided not to hire Odrin, and then Sarkeesian came in who had the drinking issue. Okay, great run. Great run. They have Kiffin, who's the all-time douche, and right. just nobody really likes all the decent offense. Whatever, whatever good coach for him. Right. Uh, then they get their hands on ordering. Right. A diamond. Yeah. You know? And, and, and Had guys ready to play. Had guys ready to run through walls. The coach, the, the players almost had a revolt when they didn't hire and, him. And I think I think the, the, the concern from SC, I guess some people didn't like his walls. Oh, there we go, Virginia Cavalier. Get there. Get there. Get there. Get there. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I love when guys are about to get caught and they put their head down. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? you got to love that. For sure. Dig it a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, 
they probably, you know, I think the thinking among them, at least, if you could hear their conversation, is probably like, oh, he's just a loyal assistant that the players love, yeah. not a head coach. Turns out, head coach, great recruiter, he was and the cool. players will run through a wall for him. See, here's the funny thing about Ogeron is not that they really, I, not that they were going to give him the job after Pete Carroll, but he was on the Pete Carroll staff. Okay. So they've had two shots at him. And even back then, he was known as an incredible recruiter, which is why Lane Kiffin had to have him. He hired him away from Ole Miss. I think he got fired at Ole Miss and had a bad run as a head coach there. Uh, and then yes, Lane he did. Kiffin. He did. And then Lane so Kiffin, is everybody at Ole Miss, by the way. For sure. For sure. <clears throat> and then Lane Kiffin hired him, who, by the way, is now going now to Ole Miss. Miss. Right, sure. All right. Uh, hired him because he's an incredible recruiter. Yeah, and, and by the way, he's also probably, I, I don't know about underrated coach, but at least underrated is how he was perceived before. Yeah. Because I think it, it, it part of it just gets down to this dumb human reaction of like, oh, you hear his voice, therefore he's not intelligent. Oh, he's sure. not an X and his O's guy. For sure. You know what I mean? He's just a rah-rah guy. For sure. Because he talks funny. Yeah. He talks funny, right? So it's not even. By the way, it's not even that he talks funny. He just talks with a Louisiana draw. Like down there, they'd be like, "You guys talk funny." Yeah, right. Yeah. So, but 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 it does seem like that played an outsized outsized role, right? Sure. Because it's like, what else didn't you like? People everything, didn't use that professional. On paper, everything was great. Right. Uh, by the way, also from all all you know indications, a good dude. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Like like just a good dude. Sure. No no bad intentions. For sure. Um. I saw this hilarious clip of him earlier in the year where he was doing a press conference, probably before the season started, and players and other coaches were making noise on the field while he was doing his presser. And he walked out and he asked them to be quiet. Yeah. And then he came back and answered the question. They kept making noise. And he took three more steps and screamed like three more words. And there was other silence. For sure. But at the same time, you just saw like what command he had. Oh, for sure. Dude. And he, he wasn't was... hesitating. He wasn't like, no. hey, guys, if you don't mind. You know what I mean? No. no it here's, was like, everybody done. Locker room. And then just calmly walk back. You could hear a pin drop. Here's the term that comes to mind. Leader of men. Yes. That, that's what he is. Leader of you men. You know, he's a general. And he knows exactly. By the way, I don't, I don't. I have no idea how great an X's and O's guy he is. What I do know is that he hired a great offensive coordinator who has LSU, whose yeah. offense has been more bound for a good 30 years, putting up 40, 50 points a game. That's never been LSU style. Now all of a sudden they're putting up all these points with the quarterback who's going to go number one. By the way, we'd, re we'd be remiss yeah. not to mention that offensive coordinator. I, I mean... Who lost his daughter-in-law. Coach, yeah. Despite the fact that his daughter-in-law, who is a sideline reporter for, I want to say, the Pelicans yeah. and for the Saints? Well, uh, I, I don't even know, but I'll tell you, I listened to about 20 minutes of... Uh, uh, Who's uh, uh, Lombowski? Who's the guy I listen to? I don't know Lombardi. Yes, thank you, Michael Lombardi. Gotcha. Uh, his his podcast today, and apparently he knew her, and she had called him, and she actually at one point wanted to be a scout. Yeah, she was raised by this guy, you know. Sure. So he he didn't think she'd quite be a scout, just because he sort of basically said like, I, I just don't know who's going to accept this pretty young girl as a scout, you right. know. But he hired her. Yeah. As like as like you know a consultant. Sure. So apparently not only that, but she was very smart, very smart, yeah. and very like almost over uh, qualified to be a sideline reporter. Sure. You know what I mean? She wasn't just like a dumb, yeah, good looking no, beautiful girl or something. Though. Beautiful girl. Yeah. Thousand percent. Died that morning, and holy shit! In a plane crash, five other people 
Uh, she was flying down to the game because she was an LSU yeah. alum. And they showed him before the game. I saw this. Uh, I didn't see very much of the game, quite <clears throat> frankly. Uh, but I saw, like, the first couple of plays. And um, and they showed him. And he's just looking up in the sky with tears in his eyes. And then I read something today that honestly basically made me cry. Well, I was sitting what there was and read an article about his son and her husband who missed her text and her phone call. Wow. And he basically said, I mean, that is the thing that's killing me the most. But then it wasn't that. It was the, it was Sorry, the offensive was, was coordinator. Was the implication that she called him from the plane? No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. She just called him to say, like, she loved him and, okay. like, she was getting on a plane. Like, a lot of people do that before they get on planes and they're nervous yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, so he misses that call. But then his dad, the offensive coordinator, uh, it's Steve Emsiger. It's, it's ends with a singer. I, I really don't know. Emsiger? Yeah. Okay. I never heard of him. I'm sure he's well known amongst football people. Yeah, I mean, obviously a great offensive coordinator. Right. right. But basically, he tells his son what happened. Oh uh, boy. And yeah, before the game, and he goes, and he goes, listen, we get, we'll get through this. He goes, this is ju- just what we do. Like this will be a dark time. And he goes, we will absolutely get through this. He goes, he goes, we always do. Um, and like, and like, all, all I could think of was either losing my daughter or. Uh, or trying to tell my son like oh that, and supporting him in the whole thing, you know, it, un- unbelievable. On, and uh, on a more up because they, what you think about obviously is just being a parent, uh, and either losing somebody uh, before you're supposed to, or having to comfort your kid in that situation. It was like uh, this weekend. I mean, the on the other side of that, uh, Winston. Hey, we're, we're sitting there and we go to this. We took, my, we took my sister to the pier, right? Your sister was in town? Yeah, my sister's been in town. She still is. Actually. Okay. Uh, so you took her down to Santa Monica last Pier? Last night. Uh, so we go down to Santa Monica Pier. With the right? kids? With the kids. Gotcha. So he wants to. Play, he always wants to play the games, like the competition games where you throw and you knock something sure, down. Sure. You know, I'm always like, it's a waste of money. The I pins. The of course. Pin, yeah, like, gotcha. Throwing the ring. Whatever, yeah. And, and I, I always tell him, it's a waste of money. I won't do it. I go, I go, but listen, on your birthday, you can come and we'll play as many as you want. But then he finally, like, wears me down. He wears you down and wears you down and wears you down. That's the other thing. I always forget. He's really good at that. Right, he's so good he's, at the games? Great at the games. Like, won, won a big stuff prize again. Like, he can't second time. get. He can't get the ball to the rim in those games, can what he? Because those are far. It was knocking or over. High. It's usually like 11 and a half. You maybe. know the ones where you're knocking over a clown or you're knocking over like, you're knocking over one of the things that basically falls over and it, it would, you can pop it back up. Yeah, it's on, it's on, it's on like a horizontal pole and on there's a, a bunch of different things lined up. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. So basically, he has to knock over two for a small prize. He has to knock over three for a big prize. And right? he gets three tosses. He gets five tosses okay. right at the bottom. Right, you can get now. He's sitting there, and there's a dad trying to win one for his daughter. Right, so he gets up there and he throws them, and he gets two. Winston throws up, gets up there and chucks them, gets three of them. Wow! Right, and then for yeah. everybody listening, Winston is five years five old. Five years old, Barry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and this ball's coming out, dude. He's chucking and, it. Yeah, chucking it. And, I mean, he's coming out there with velocity, and then, the, and then the dad looks over at him and just goes like, "Fuck," you know? Uh, it was hilarious. 
So I, I, I can I can no longer say you know that this is a waste of money because <laughs> right. he actually he's won twice. Because you know what he's going to say? Yeah, maybe for you. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> and, and he's got a mouth on him where he would say something. like No, that. I'll say I, I I I don't know if you remember, but we all went to Zoe's soccer game one time. Yeah. And I tossed him a, a wiffle ball, and he was like three at the time, dude. And I tossed him a wiffle ball overhand. I didn't throw it hard, but I threw it overhand. And he launched this thing. And I remember my favorite part was right before I threw it, I said, you ready? And before I finished saying ready, he goes, yeah. yeah no. And and I just tossed it. And, I mean, it must have been a half-second reaction time when he pulled it. You know what I mean? He just crushed it. Yeah. All he wants to do is – well, we uh, – the rest of the week when we play Monopoly. Uh, all he wants to do uh, – He just wants to compete. Wants to win in Monopoly. He wants to hey, dominate everybody else. Also, and my sister's told a story about me uh, – Throwing over a board of Monopoly. <laughs> like, a, running, like a table that you're flipping through, over. Flipping <laughs> over, yeah, getting in a lot of trouble. Uh, and he's the same way. He loses, he runs to his room, he goes, he cries. And, but that's, those are the things. Well, and, and imagine having to comfort your kid. You so, so I've never been motivated by this. I kind of wish I was because right. maybe I'd be a more motivated person or whatever. Right. But, I'm, you know, people who are ultra motivated. Yeah. Often sight. We're going to get in there. We're going to get in with a touchdown of Green Bay 21-27. Often sight a fear of losing oh, for their sure. motivation, right? And and I've just never really been wired that way. Obviously, I don't want to lose, but it's yeah. not that driving force that won't let me sleep. You know what I mean? All this right, kind of right, stuff. Right. I, I remember seeing the uh, 30 for 30 on the on the Bad Boy Pistons. Yeah. And Bill Lambeer was talking. You know, he could not have had a more – he had, a, he had a, like a upper-class – upbringing you know could not have been more different than isaiah thomas yeah and he said we met and we just clicked he says because isaiah is motivated by a fear of losing and so am i yeah for sure and and they're they were known as as you know two of the more competitive guys in the world and isaiah thomas so funny he's such a weird character and it makes me like him but he's such kind of like a soft-spoken guy. Sure. But when he coached the Pacers, there were stories about him that, like, he couldn't coach anymore. Yeah, like abusive. He'd throw chairs at yeah, players. For sure. You know what I mean? He for was sure. a complete maniac. Like, and a lot of those guys who are incredible players, that's why they make such poor coaches, is because they can't right. accept other people's imperfections and can't understand why you can't do it like them. And not just they can't understand why you can't do it like them. They can't understand why you're not in the gym 24 hours right. a day. Trying to get better. Trying to get better. Yeah, on, sure. and you know what I mean? Like Kobe Bryant was one of those guys. Jordan's one of those guys. Of course, yeah. Lots magic. Of guys, magic. Lots of guys are those. Brady. You know, yeah, lots of guys percent. are those guys. Jerry Rice. And Anybody who's at the top of their field is like that. Is probably and like it, that. And yes. by the way, it's almost an illness to, to be that way because here's the thing. You're definitely missing out on family events. You're definitely missing out on social events. You're definitely missing out on some of the things that make life life. Oh, yeah. Well... Know? As 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 I heard one time, someone said, "Oh, it's such an advantage because you know who's wired that way." Sure. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he 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 came you over with nothing. That. He became a you know wait Mr. Olympia. Right, ever yeah. exactly, and then the actor and all this sure. kind of stuff, right? All through governor, that. all all because he can't turn that switch off. Sure, you know. And but I heard someone talk about him, and they're like, "Right, but how would you like to be married to him and know that every time he's hanging out with you?" He wishes he was somebody else, or somewhere, somewhere else in the gym. What's it's, and, and you always like all of us to a degree have to turn that off. Whatever your job is, or whatever sure. your passion is, or whatever it may be, it's basically you have to say that I'm going to focus on this in this moment. It's getting harder and harder because we have phones. 
It basically follows her around, so your job is never off. Uh, my kids will yeah. sit there all the time and they'll basically tell me, uh, you need to just put down your phone. You have to right. get off your phone. Uh, and, my, and my son will take my phone because it, it's their time. Sure. And, it's, and, and they should. Like, it. It's their right. Yeah. Oh, my sister's calling me. That means she got your kids? Oh, boy. Can no. I pause it? Can I pause it? No, keep it going. Keep it going. You're going to answer it? Hey, Cammy, you're, you're on the pod. Oh, my God. This is history. Uh, Whoa! There's a possum in your house? There's a possum? Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> How'd it get in? Tell Winston. Through the cat door? Can Winston attack it? Where is it? Came out of May's room. Holy crap! Sick Winston on. Did you, wait, did you close the door? Oh man! This is this is a situation we did not anticipate. Wow! Uh, you got a broom? Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna have to but you got you got to close the door to it. No, the cat walked out of May's room. No, but you said it's in it's in May's room right now, right? I think yes. So you just gotta run over there and close the door real quick. We can't let you can't let it go farther. I know. Listen, you got. I wonder how it got in. What are you gonna do? Are you just gonna. What are you gonna do when it when you get home? You're gonna, you're gonna go in there and like, confront it. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get it out. Yeah. Good. Yeah. But you wanna you wanna corner it. Yeah, I gotta corner it. I feel it like it, it might defecate in May's room if you shut the door. Whatever. No, because it's got a way to the garage. That's where the cats lie. From May's room. Yeah. Okay. What? It is what it is. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I, I, we're getting off the pod, and I will, uh, I'll, I'll be there. You stay safe. All right. Bye. Bye. We're making pod history right wow. now. Wow. So the possum came in the house. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. I couldn't figure out. Are the kids there with but her? But they're usually not, like, daytime animals. Are the kids there with her? No, the kids are not there. You know, uh, not daytime animals. They, they, they're, they're not nocturnal, are they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure possums are very nocturnal animals. Like, Is that right? You know, I've never seen a possum during the day. Uh, so here's the thing. <laughs> you be right. I don't know. Here's the, here's the thing. Like, uh, What do you think? Well, I got to go. I got to go, obviously. Yeah. Because I need to go try to get this possum out. You got to get mean, this situation under control. Like, don't get me wrong. I would, I would stay here and continue potting. But I then my sister that. will have an understanding. Uh, how much I, you know. No, she'll get, them, she'll get a bad her. message. Oh, 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 for sure. I get it, dude. You know, but the Virginia Cavaliers down six. Possum in the house. This is going to make for great pod on the way back. You're going to come back? No, I'm not. Well, I don't think I'll come back. No, it's day. too late. Yeah. No, I mean on Saturday. Okay. Okay. Well, that works. All right. We'll, pick well I mean, we'll have to talk about the playoffs. Saturday, we got, we got, here are the games we got. Buffalo at Houston. What do you what think? What time's that game? They're afternoon games, right? Saturday. Saturday would be afternoon usually. Okay. Yeah, because afternoon and evening, obviously. Yeah, because the Eagles play at one o'clock on Sunday. By the way, we do have to mention that the Philadelphia Eagles somehow miracle mm -hmm. upon miracles mm -hmm. makes it to the playoffs. We'll, well talk, actually, it's we'll, the shitty answer. No, we'll talk about it uh, real quick before we get off. We'll just do a fun little thing. So here are the Saturday games. Buffalo at Tennessee. What do you think the line is? Oh, I'm sorry. Buffalo at Houston. Buffalo at Houston. What do I think the line? Oh, yeah. boy. Uh, 
Buffalo Buffalo by one? Houston by three. They're basically saying they're even. Really? Yeah, Houston by I, three. Honestly, I think I'd take Buffalo. I think mean, Buffalo's know, very I was team. thinking Buffalo, but then oh. I... Oh! Yeah, they scored. Yeah, Florida was scored 33 I was thinking Buffalo, but then I, I said to myself, I, you know, I'll just go Watson. Yeah. I'll just go Watson. The no, other game, usually it's a better quarterback, but I think Buffalo's a better team. Tennessee at New England. Tennessee at New England. New England by five. Four and a half. I'd like I Tennessee, think by the way. I do I'm too. calling my shot right now. I I'm think Tennessee you. may upset them. I think they got that running game. That For is sure. just unstoppable. For sure. We'll talk about Coach of the Year next time. But uh, a lot of people who need love. What's the Spring Eagles game, you know? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to go. Eagles is interesting because it moved. I'm going to go Seattle, too. So it opened up Philly minus one. Really? And immediately, basically by today, it's 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 Seattle minus one and a half. Is that right? Almost yeah. two and a half points. Okay. Which yeah. is quite a jump for, you know, 24 hours, what have you. Um, I hear you, but I think most of you can see how it's a better team. Real quick, Minnesota at New Orleans. Ooh, I think that is New Orleans by about six. It's eight, which I think is wow, too big. I think it's huge. too big. Yeah, New Minnesota is a very good team. Minnesota might not have what's-his-face, though. Calvin Cook. Right. If they don't have him, which is problematic. But if they have Madison, he's pretty good. Boone, isn't he their other guy? Madison's their backup. I think Boone's their third strike. All right. All right, we'll wrap it up. We'll be here uh, Saturday, everybody. Put a cap on it. Let's we'll see what happens with Boston. Put a cap on it. Yeah, well, yeah, you got to tell us what happens, man. Oh, don't you worry about this. All right. The story's going to be told. All right.